You're listening to The Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. I was driving home with Emily last night in my Jeep, and I made this left turn, and it started shaking uncontrollably. Oh. It never happened before. And I kind of slowed down, and it kind of stopped shaking. Went home. My night is ruined. Because there's something wrong with the Jeep. Right. And you don't know what it is. That's the problem. I go to the mechanic. He looks at it. He inspects it. Gets underneath and says, I don't see anything really wrong with it. If there is something wrong, I just don't see it. Maybe just, you know, keep driving it. And if it gets worse, then bring it in. And maybe I can see what's wrong with it. So when it dies, come and see me. Or when you die, uh, have your wife uh, bring the Jeep. And then I'll definitely be able to see it. Ah, there it is. Um, That's why he died. And I think, you know, what upset me was that I have no knowledge about cars. I wish I could lift up the hood and be like, all right, I think I know what's going on. I mean, it's not rocket science. You can lift up the hood and look at parts. You yeah. can even Google sure. stuff and, sure. and see what it is. Sure. None of that is rocket science. I can lift up the hood. Of course I can. Okay. And I can stare at the parts. <laughs> of course I can. And I can Google what's under the hood. Understanding what I'm reading is rocket science. But you're an attorney. Like, you know how much knowledge you have in your head? Like, you read yes. things and uh-huh. you, you put mm-hmm. them in your head. So yeah. so you're smart. Yeah. So you should be able to look and read something and say, oh, that's the Pittman yeah. arm. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? That happened to Lissette. She called me the other day and she's like, hey, my car won't shift. Sell it. Sell it. (laughs) I process the simple things. I'm like, was your foot on the brake when you tried to shift? Because that's the first thing people forget to do. Oh, you mean it's like the whole uh, my computer's not working. Is it plugged in? Right. So she's like she gets annoyed. She's like, yes, I put my foot on the brake. Yes, I know how to drive, Jose. I'm like, "Okay, move the car back and forth like rocket. Because sometimes it could get stuck, the shifter. Is it automatic or a clutch? Yeah, automatic car. Automatic that sometimes gets stuck? Yeah, like if you happen to have parked on a hill or something, like your shifter could get stuck. Oh, there. okay, I know that, yeah. So yeah. rocking it will uh, activate it again so you can shift it. I never even knew that was a technique to rock it. I usually just start shouting and yelling. <laughs> yeah. So she goes, that's not working either. I'm like, all right, I'm on my way to to her because then I'm like, the shifter cable, but I can't tell her this because she's not going to know what to look for. I'm like, the shifting cable is probably broken or loose. That's the why. The shifting cable. Yeah, there's a cable that's attached to your shifter inside the car that then attaches to the motor, which is what makes the... What are you talking about? Like, how do you have that knowledge? Was that... Because that, that's not in the commercial for the car. You I don't know, see that in the commercial. That's just common sense to me. Common like, sense. There's that... a cable that attaches to the shifter that attaches to a part. I don't know the name of that part. First of all, you keep calling it a shifter, and that's upsetting me because I feel like I'm in a a rocket ship it's not what, a shifter what do you call it it's the thing that sticks out that you change <laughs> gears with right it's called a gear shifter again that's too complicated already i'd right. rather call it the shifting thing than the shifter okay well from the shifting thing uh-huh. to the engine there has to be a cable connected that makes that process possible for it to go from p to D, I, to R. I just thought it was a machine that just, you know, uh, magically does it. Why would there be a cable? So you thought you would just push the brake, pull yes. the shifting thing, and what happens then in your head? Like, what happens mechanically? The, the machine changes gears. But how does that happen? Like, how does you pulling that lever... Uh-huh, the lever? Right. Uh-huh. How does that make the engine go, 
oh, I got to drive now. The engine goes, oh, they're changing gears. It's time for <laughs> me to, to start going in that direction. I don't know. They talk amongst themselves. It's a language that I don't understand. That's the point. So to you, they were connected like by Bluetooth. And it was like, oh, <laughs> it moved to D. Now we got to go. You know, now that you mention it. Yes. Yes. That makes perfect sense. It's it's a Bluetooth language. Uh, that's awesome. Well, it's not. It's a cable that's connected. And that's how this process happens. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. So I told her, I'm on my way. Don't worry about it. Well, halfway there, she calls me and she goes, oh, some guy opened up the hood because he saw I was stuck in the middle of the road and he pulled on this little lever and my car's in drive. So he moved the shifting so cable. So basically, it was a race of the AAA guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm her AAA guy, even though she has AAA. She calls me. Nobody gives you coverage confidence like AAA. So I'm like, all right, well, then I'll meet you at the house. So when she gets to the house, uh, of course, I open up the hood to see what it is. And I tell her, put the car in park. And it wouldn't go into park. So I'm like, that's what it is. Then I look in the hood, and there it is. The shifting cable was broken loose. But how did the guy fix it? So the shifting cable is attached to the part that makes the shifting happen. Oh, my God. So he just moved that part into drive. I wish you had just had a simpler answer. Can you just give me a simpler answer? So how did no, the guy fix it? He pulled the part into drive himself manually. All right, That's but then the how, simple answer. But then how does she like stop? How does she put it back in park if it's broken? You can't put it back in park. She was sitting there holding the brake waiting for me as opposed to just pulling the emergency brake in the car. As opposed to waiting for AAA. She was waiting for me, the other AAA. I have always envied your knowledge of cars, you know, because I've always wanted to know more about cars. I didn't always know about that stuff. But when I got my CDL, my chauffeur's driver's license, because I have a CDL to drive a bus. I'm sorry. Are you bragging? No, no, no. I'm telling you how I got to know you're, that. You're, you're throwing all these letters out. It feels <laughs> like you're bragging now. I'm I already not. gave you a compliment that you know cars, and now you're talking about a special license? Yes, I have a CDL. Bro, relax. <laughs> Calm down. So I found an article online called, Can You Answer All of These Questions an Auto Mechanic Should Know? All right, let's do this. This is you. Now, I'm going to try to answer these questions along with you. I have not read these questions before. Okay. Okay, here we go. After any suspension or chassis work, a vehicle needs what? An alignment? A pat on the taillights and a good job. Tire rebalancing, new tires. Now, I will go first. Mm -hmm. I have no idea, so I'm going to say tire rebalancing. What do you say? An alignment. You were right. It was an alignment. All right. Okay. Next question. What are the telltale signs of internal transmission issues? Black transmission fluid, burned fluid smell and sticky transmission fluid, bright red transmission fluid, Smooth feeling transmission fluid, overheating, stalling, and electrical issues. I'm going to go with the long option. I'm going to go with the whole black transmission fluid, burn fluid smell, and sticky transmission fluid. Uh, that one's kind of tough because they're all were kind of similar. Yeah, it's I didn't really hesitate though, did I? So by no, but by process of elimination, transmission fluid is red uh -huh. originally. Uh huh. So it wouldn't be black ever. This is taking way too long. <laughs> I'm trying to do it like I'm taking a like test. I just, yeah, I just what picked I'm A. Eliminating. Uh huh. So I'm gonna. What was C and D? Again? Uh, I, so you're going to skip this? You're going to pass? So I'm going to go with C. That is incorrect. Ah. You know what was correct? What? My answer. Oh. Black transmission fluid, burn fluid smell, and sticky transmission fluid. There you go. Uh, I don't wanna, <laughs> Look who's the mechanic. I don't want to get you nervous, but it's uh, <laughs> one to one. What is a telltale sign 
for overinflated tires, excessive wear in the center of the tread, a broken sidewall, frequent flat tires, excessive wear on the outer tread. All right, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to tell you it's excessive wear on the outer tread. It's the sidewall one. A broken sidewall? Yes. Guess what? What? We were both wrong. Oof. Excessive wear in the center of the tread. Oh. God, what is happening? Uh, we are horrible. What is the correct pattern for torquing a wheel? <laughs> Why are you laughing? I have no idea. Oh, my God. If you have no idea, I don't even think I know what torquing uh, means. No. I know what twerking means. Yeah. A clockwise circle, a counterclockwise circle, just tighten them at random, a crisscross pattern. Oh, now I know what it is. I'm going to go first. Now I know what this is. Okay. Okay. Well, then let me go first and let me guess first. Go ahead. A crisscross pattern. That's correct. Really? Yes. Oh, and we are right. Yes. It's basically when you're changing a tire and you put a new tire, which pattern should you do with your lug nuts? Sure. Uh, You had to bring in lug nuts. What is a road force balancer? Is it a workout machine that keeps mechanics fit? (laughs) A new side of the force between the light and dark? A special tire machine that balances tires more effectively? Your everyday neighborhood tire balancing machine. I'm going to go with the only answer that makes sense. I'm going to go with a special tire machine that balances tires more effectively. Yes, C. Thanks. Sometimes, you know, teachers do that. You know, they give you one question with the obvious answer. A freebie, we call them. just to make you feel good. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably the only one I thought I was going to get right. We actually have three. All right, here's the next one. What's it mean to turn a rotor, putting on a brake lathe and removing its imperfections, rotating it on the hub to spin the rotor, to pull an emergency brake turn after doing a brake job. I'm going to say to turn a rotor, I'm going to say it's putting it on a brake lathe and removing its imperfections. Yes, that's what I'm going with, which is A. We were both right. What is a parasitic draw? Now, before you give us the answer. Oh, no, you don't. I'm going to say that that has something to do that you need to go to see the doctor. Yeah, a parasitic draw means yeah. uh, you're out in the jungle yeah. somewhere and uh, it's too late. Yeah. And they need to withdraw that parasite that is in your body. Yeah, you're going to die. Yeah, you're patient zero <laughs> yeah. and they need to remove this parasite. I think I've seen this movie before. Yeah. Or you're going to infect the rest of the world. Yep. Is it an automotive mosquito that prefers gas to blood? <laughs> That's how you got it. That's yeah. how we got the disease. Why don't we see that? God, Jose is so hot in this jungle. Uh, I'm just, I'm afraid of all the animals around here. What animals? I don't see any. You don't. Ah. Uh-oh. What was that? Was that a mosquito? I don't know. Something just bit my neck. You're turning red. Uh, yeah, it's because it's hot. I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm really hot. No, you're like flushing. You're, yeah. you're well, flush. Well, I'm embarrassed that I just got bit by a mosquito. I've. I, I, I just so wow, embarrassing. That, that's swelling really quick. Well, I've been working out too, so I've been working on my neck. It must have been some type of bee, cause you're you're swelling like Popeye. I don't think you worked out that much. No, well, I've been I've been eating a lot of protein. You know, I didn't tell you. I've been kind of bulking up. Oh God, this is starting to. Oh, oh your eyes are bulging. Yeah. Well, you know that was a side effect uh, of eating too much protein and working out. Oh, uh, are you? You had a little dribble coming out too. It's white. Is that normal? Nope. That's not. You've never drooled white foam? I don't think so. You sure? I think you've been bitten by a parasitic mosquito. What are you talking about? What is that? Is that bad? Yeah, but the good news is they're not attracted to blood. Oh, okay, good. They're attracted to gas. Oh, God, but I have been feeling gassy, though. Oh, 
you're gonna die. Welcome to Jurassic Park. The other options were a slow fuel leak, a cooling system leak, or a small electrical draw that can kill your battery overnight. I'm going to go with the last one. Me too. A small electrical draw that can kill your battery overnight. Again, we are both correct. Watch out. I'm telling you, I can guess my way through a lot of problems. But that's what I'm saying is we're smart enough to deduct what it should be. Yeah, you're, you're giving me too many compliments. <laughs> That I don't deserve. What is the name of the orange colored coolant General Motors cars use? Agent Orange, Dexcool, Coolant Orange doesn't have a name. Now, this is a good question because I can only eliminate Agent Orange, right? (laughs) Because you know what that is. So I'm going to go with Dexcool because it's a cool choice. (laughs) And what were the other two? Coolant Orange and just doesn't have a name. I'm going to go with Coolant Orange. And guess what? What? You were wrong. Oh, it's yeah. Dex Cool? It's Dex Cool. <laughs> oh, my God. This is embarrassing. For the most complete local info, Dex is the one that gets used. Dex knows. A car comes in with a slipping transmission, and the customer wants a transmission flush. What should you do? Now, this is a great question because I have no idea what I just read. Do you know what the transmission is? Nope. Here we go. You can do the flush. It's the customer's issue. The flush will fix the issue, so do it. Recommend the customer have the transmission checked out and advise against doing the flush. Only do the flush if the customer signs a waiver. Now, given that I have no idea what I just read, okay? First of all, I would never want a transmission flush because I would never even know that's a thing, okay? (laughs) So I'm just going to say, recommend the customer have the transmission checked out and advise against doing the flush. That's my guess. And that was letter C, and that's my guess too. And that is the correct answer. I only picked it because it was trying to be cautious. Right. right? And I like mechanics that are cautious. Well, the key there is the transmission is slipping, so you shouldn't be doing the flush. You need to get the transmission checked out. Yeah, the key there is you're trying to explain something to me that I don't want to understand. Okay. Hey everybody, I'm here today to tell you some slipping transmission symptoms. Shut up. You never want a mechanic, right? To be like, all right. You know what I mean? Like if I go in going, I think I want uh, the transmission flushed down. And the guy goes, okay, um, wait, what do you think? (laughs) Right. You're the expert. Yeah. And if he goes, I don't know, whatever you think, um, time to go to another mechanic. Yes. You want the mechanic to know a little bit more than you do. Could you imagine going to a doctor like that? Let's see it. Let's see it. Hello, Jose. What brings you in today? Hi, Dr. Ramirez. I've been having chest pain. Oh, no. Yeah, it's right right in the center of the chest. Oh, where the heart is. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's been hurting like a lot. Wow, that can't be good. No, uh, I, I think I need some surgery. Sure, sure. That sounds good. Because it's not good. What's happening to me, I definitely don't think it's good at all. Yeah, nobody wants that. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, uh surgery is what i predict you're gonna do for me sure why not yeah we can do that uh you don't want to run any tests first what kind of tests uh, i don't know maybe an x-ray sure we can do that oh okay um you don't want to check me out first with your little ear hearing device you know that you put on your ears my stethoscope yeah yeah you don't want to check out make sure that everything sure we can do that you want to do it 
myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm not qualified for that. Put them in your ears and you just kind of take a listen. Okay, no, take them off my ears. No, that's what I come to you for. I come to you to make sure that you check me out. I'm telling you what's wrong with me. Yeah. But I need your expert opinion. I didn't go to school to know how to make diagnoses. I don't think you need to go to school to know how much your chest hurts. It hurts, right? Yeah, it hurts a lot. But you're making a diagnosis right there. But I mean, it could be gas. I just, I don't. I don't think so. Here, you see this? Yeah, it's a scalpel. Yeah, grab it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and just cut. Right here in the yeah. office? Yep, not yet, though. Let me step outside and you could do it while you just, I just got to get some coffee. <laughs> I got to find another doctor. No, no, you'll be fine. Let me uh, let me close the door. No, you'll be I have fine. a feeling I'm going to die in here today once you leave. Well, in that case, let me get a coroner. Hey, everybody. I'm here today to tell you. We'll be conducting an autopsy tomorrow to determine the cause of death. And we should have preliminary findings by about lunchtime. <laughs> Transmission fluid has three main functions. What are they? Lubricate, clean, and provide hydraulic pressure. Flow, flush, and clear. It only has two functions. Pressurize, shift, and reverse. Now, I have no idea, again, but I'm just going to guess lubricate, clean, and provide hydraulic pressure. That's my uh, answer, too. That is the correct answer. What's the significance of the DOT number on a tire. It tracks your mileage and sends it to the insurance company. (laughs) It is registered to your vehicle. It tells you the tire size. It indicates the factory that built the tire, its batch number, and manufacture date. I'm just going to guess the obvious, it tells you the tire size. It's the last one. See what I mean? Do you understand? (laughs) Just when you start to feel confident, right, you guess wrong. You are correct. It indicates the factory that built the tire, its batch number, and manufacture date. I just thought that was too much information to put on a tire. But then again, I've never really looked at the tire. Well, it's not all that information. It's just a number. That's all that's on there. It's a okay, DOT again, number. Again, please. I already feel like an idiot. All right. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You thought on the tire, it said like the name of the factory. Yeah, I'm like, that's a whole paragraph. Who, man. who did the tire? That's too much information. The too date much writing. He did it? That's too much writing and a signature. What are the three main types of brake pads? American, import, and custom, organic, semi-metallic, and ceramic, OEM, aftermarket, and performance, or good, better, and best? I'm going to go with OEM, aftermarket, and performance. It's the one that ended with ceramic, whatever that one is. Man, you're right. I didn't know that. Ceramic just sounds like something out of pottery class. That's actually really good brake pads when they're ceramic. Damn it. I just thought OEM aftermarket just sounds like something you'd see in Fast and Furious. That sounds like a band, OEM. The enemy of a rusty bolt is muriatic acid, a big hammer, heat, a big wrench. Uh, you know, at this point, I'm losing my confidence. All right. Uh, I'm losing my religion. There you go. Oh, nice. I'm going to go with the muriatic acid. Uh, heat. Damn it. You're right again. See, eventually the cream rises to the top. <laughs> Can you easily adjust every vehicle's camber, caster, and toe? I didn't even know a vehicle had a toe. It's no. Many vehicles require aftermarket bolts or shims to adjust all three angles. God, Jesus. Uh, it's, like a, it's like a foreign language. Yes, they are all fully adjustable. Yes, but you need a special tool. <laughs> 
Yes, but only with certain alignment machines. I mean, I'm just going to go with yes, but only with certain alignment machines. I think that's the right answer, too. That is wrong. No, many vehicles require aftermarket bolts or shims to adjust all three angles. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. I don't care. How do you compress the piston in most rear calipers? What is a caliper? I believe it's a part of the brake. Just sounds like a fish. Did you catch a caliper today? (laughs) Yeah, I caught two. So how do you compress the piston in most rear calipers? A really big hammer by hand with a special rear caliper tool, a big C-clamp. I, I, I don't know, a big C-clamp? Uh, that's what I'm going to go with too, a C-clamp. Wrong. With a special rear caliper tool. That was my next guess. Oh, God. A brake caliper is a device used to either stop or hold a rotating mass. Shut up. All right, here's the last one. Will an alignment issue cause a vibration? Oh, like your original problem with the Jeep. The mysterious problem, right? Okay, so the answers are theoretically yes, but this is highly unlikely. Alignments can never cause vibration issues. Yes, alignments are the main cause of vibrations or only if it's a bad camber. Why would you throw me a word like, what is camber now? I got calipers and cambers. Camber sounds like somebody's name. Yeah, like the girl down the street that always fixes all the cars. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like Something's wrong with your Jeep? Yeah, like it starts shaking when I, when I make a left turn. Oh, yeah. I think you got to take it to camber. You think she knows? Oh, camber knows everything. How do you know? Because she fixed the calipers in my car. I thought she caught a caliper in the river. I thought a caliper was a fish too, but apparently it's a part of our car. So the fish helps the car run. Yes. See, that's how you can teach me how a car works. (laughs) Just break it down like that. A caliper is a fish that helps the engine run. So what's the answer? I'm going to guess that... Alignments are the main cause of vibrations. I'm not. uh, I'm going to go with the first one. Yes, but it's highly unlikely. You're not going to go with the bad camber? No, because I don't think camber is bad. I think she's really good at fixing cars. Well, the correct answer is theoretically yes, but this is highly unlikely. There you go. You see, so you are extremely knowledgeable about cars, which is incredible that as much as you know, I was still able to guess half of your knowledge. That means you're there too. That's why I'm really good at kind of reading body language to know more or less if the mechanic is telling me the truth. And then if he talks too much, um, then I need to walk away. And that's when I call you. <laughs> and I just say, all right, Jose, what do you think? And then if you start talking too much, then I just put the mechanic on the phone. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's how I that's how I fix my car problems. And that was the Ellie Castro show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my upcoming shows, Mi Gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can find me on social media under Jose Arod. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you don't have any car problems. And if you do, no worries. Just call Camber. That sounds like a commercial. You're having car troubles, troubles, troubles every day. That's okay. Call Camber. Camber. Hasta la próxima.
everybody! I'm here today to tell you... Nos vemos!